Hi everyone. It's November and it's time to remember gratitude. We have so much to be grateful for. As I look around our agency, here are just a few things for which I'm grateful today. Our count is winding down and I want to thank everybody who has worked so hard to make sure that got done. I had a great conversation with our speech language pathologist last week. Tammy Pauley, our new HR director, is already providing, proving that she's a rock star. Our webinar and virtual learning offerings for our educators are a big hit. Hundreds of teachers are doing better as educators and are better prepared to teach thanks to those offerings. We've had a wonderful turnout from our schools to learn more about Rachel's challenge last week. Our teacher association leaders continue to work with us as partners in addressing our staff needs and issues. Uh, we've received a $1.1 million stop grant to bring violence, suicide, and bully prevention strategies to our students and training for threat assessment to every school and every community in our AEA over the next three years. And we have a very supportive, engaged board who leads us with integrity and children's needs at the top of mind. I encourage you to take a moment to share with your colleagues a piece of your work or something that you see in our agency that makes you grateful using a flip grid link, which is right here in the document. Our positive, strong agency culture continues to shine and thrive. And here's how I know. Our board member, Jake Powers, recently shared that she's so grateful for our staff's continued determination and compassion. She writes, it has been such a crazy time with so many changes and new ways of providing services and support. And in addition, I also received a lovely compliment from a leader who works in another AEA this week, who wrote to me and said, I've had the opportunity this week to work with many Green Hills AEA staff, and I just wanted to let you know they are amazing. Every Green Hills team member is kind, thoughtful, smart, and incredibly helpful. I look forward to being on teams with your folks because I know it will be a positive experience. Isn't that great? That's feedback for an agency that's world class. At our 2020 opening day event, we had an impactful conversation around equity for all. Since then, our Green Hills AEA equity team made up of Chad Bartlett, Dr. Stephanie Dredge, Diamond Gulick, Angie Hans, and Dr. Lolly Haas has been attending webinars and working behind the scenes to continue the important work around equity and eliminating bias. Additionally, the administrative team and extended cabinet will be embarking on a book study with the book Everyday Bias by Howard J. Ross. This is a journey that we plan to travel together as an agency. To continue to ground all agency staff in this important discussion, we ask that you watch the video in the Google site on the blind spots overcoming stereotypes. As our agency moves forward with this work, we have a special save the date announcement for another valuable AEA wide learning opportunity. Please be sure to hold the date for January 20th from noon to three for an important learning session around implicit bias. This required all staff event will launch us forward in our learning and provide the opportunity to reflect 
build awareness, and tug at passion areas as this impacts all students. Join us as we link arms to serve, support, and advocate for equity so that all students can succeed. Hi, this is Dave Fringer. I wanted to provide some information for you about two-factor authentication and uh, why the agencies move towards uh, requiring this for all employees. The Internal Technology Committee and Executive Cabinet approved enforcement of two-factor or multi-factor authentication for all Green Hills AAG suite accounts. Two-factor authentication was tested with a small group of agency users, followed up by a larger test at the Avoca office. No specific technical or procedural problems were experienced, so we're rolling out to the rest of the agency now. You should have received an email from Derek Majeski with specific directions on how to enable two-factor authentication on your G Suite account. If you require any assistance, as always, our tech support team is here to help you. The requirement to use two-factor authentication comes based on industry standards, recommendations of the agency cyber insurance carrier, recommendation of the state of Iowa's chief information officer, and just plain common sense. Remember, the password and the data it protects is valuable to criminals. State governments, school districts, service agencies, and individuals are under constant attack for those wanting to hijack your account, deploy malware, explore, uh, exploit your personally identifiable information, or just simply steal from you. Um, it is in your best interest to enable two-factor, not just on your work accounts, but also on all of your personal accounts as well. There's been some questions about enabling two-factor on your personal mobile phone. Your mobile phone is by far the easiest way to set up and use two-factor authentication. If you don't have a mobile phone, or if you'd prefer a printed list of codes, that is an option. But remember, you'll need to have access to that paper list anytime you're prompted for a code. If that's your preference, our tech team can assist you. While this communication is related to your work-related accounts, two-factor really should be enabled to protect your personal data as well. Your bank, Amazon, Facebook, Twitter, Venmo, PayPal, your credit card issuers, and almost anybody else uh, who you use on the web uh, supports two-factor authentication. In the written version of this announcement, I've also included a couple, a couple of articles for you to read uh, for your own knowledge. Uh, we're here to support you. If you have any questions about two-factor, don't hesitate to reach out to myself or anyone on the tech support team. Hello, Green Hills. This is Joe Warchek, field director out of uh, Council Bluffs office. To those connected with the monumental lift of child count, thank you. This is a major agency task each year and everyone's professionalism, skill, and concerted effort is seen and really appreciated. In particular, a special thanks to our IMS secretaries. They are the ones that keep this process moving as smoothly as it does. Additionally, during this second week of November, a special shout out to all of the school psychologists out there. We are officially at the halfway mark of National School Psychology Week. This year's theme is the power of possibility. What an incredibly fitting theme for our current school year. It sends a wonderful message of hope and efficacy as we continue to navigate our services in a pandemic. On the topic of the pandemic, the field directors have been working hard to ensure clear communication regarding any building updates regarding service delivery changes and identified COVID cases. To this end, we continue to appreciate and need your help. 
Please continue to pass on known COVID cases identified in your buildings to your field directors so we can better inform entire teams. We will continue to not only get, over, get through this, but flourish during this unprecedented year as we serve, support, and advocate for children, families, and educators. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Crisis fatigue. We just hit the eight month mark of responding to the COVID-19 virus and pandemic. I'm not sure about you, but I've seen some amazing reactions and resiliency within teammates at work and from family members and friends. However, we need to be honest. This has been hard, tiring work at times. Crisis fatigue is a term that describes how we might feel when a stressor continues and becomes chronic. As humans, we are automatically drawn to the fight or flight response to deal with an immediate threat. But when this threat, for example, COVID-19, does not go away, our mental stamina can grow weary. Signs of crisis fatigue can include difficulty concentrating, trouble with making decisions, insomnia, sadness or depression, anxiety, irritability, and lethargy. All of these reactions are understandable considering the chronic nature of the pandemic's impact on so many parts of our personal and professional lives. In an article by Nicole Spector entitled Seven Self-Care Tips for Coping with Crisis Fatigue, she suggests the following self-care strategies. Number one, cut out negative coping strategies like alcohol or substance abuse, overspending, thrill-seeking behaviors that will negatively have consequences over time. Number two, stick to a routine. Routines, such as meals, exercise, ending work at a specific time, they give us stability and predictability over time, especially when many other factors are out of our control. Number three, limit negative self-talk. Try to reframe the story you're telling yourself and find ways to find gratitude in every day. Maybe journal positive thoughts. Number four, practice mindfulness. Reading a book or trying a meditation app or video can help reduce stress over time. Number five, schedule self-care as a preventative measure. Be proactive in thinking ahead to deliberately plan time each day to take care of yourself. Maybe it's eating healthy food, taking a break from work, listening to music, time with a friend. Number six, let yourself grieve. Acknowledge the sadness that may have resulted with the changes COVID-19 has created and the experiences or events you may have missed. Some examples might be weddings, funerals, travel, family gatherings, traditions, and sporting events, to name a few. And number seven, engage your support system. Talk with those closest to you, whether it's family, friends, or coworkers, about any stressors you may need help confronting. Always remember, we have our employee assistance program and individual therapy can be an excellent tool for more support. Now, I challenge you to try a few of these seven strategies in the next few weeks to, com to combat crisis fatigue. Maybe you can use your new self-care tool from the AEA grant. We can do hard things together. Take care. Stephanie Judge here representing Specialized Services and Supports. 
We want to take the opportunity to voice our appreciation for all you have done to make Headcount a success this year. We are aware of the added stressors to your plate throughout the month of October and beyond, and the time, energy, and diligence you take does not go unrecognized. A communication recently came across from one of our national organizations reminding us of the power of possibility, which is something that applies across all professions and individuals in our agency. In this message, the word possibility implies hope, growth, resilience, and renewal. Possibility suggests that even something as small as a seed can grow into something magnificent. The word power implies that things can and will happen. When we focus on what is possible, we have hope that students will grow, thrive, and bloom. Continuous learning anchors that hope, and many of our staff attended special education conferences last week. COVID, entitlement, and self-care were common topics throughout the conferences this year. Jim Walsh, special education attorney at Texas, urges us each uh, to remember the fundamentals and build upon those during these difficult times. These fundamentals include making individualized decisions, not giving up on anybody, soliciting and valuing parent input, and basing decisions on data. Further, he reminds us that much of what we're working with is beyond our control and encourages us to recognize where we can make the change. You are all making that change every day, and we encourage you to keep finding the places in your day in which this is most evident. Thanks for all you do. Hello, this is Devin Herrick from the Communications Department. With just a reminder that you can find all of our agency's COVID guidance, documents, and resources on our Trello board. Included on the board is a link to the Google site containing information and updates on positive cases in our agency, office statuses, and school statuses. This is the primary vehicle for communicating this information with our staff, so please be sure to check back often for updates. The site is updated daily. Additionally, staff that have been in close contact with someone who tested positive in our agency are going to be tracked through contact tracing and will be contacted directly. Also, as you are scheduling any in-person meetings throughout the agency, here are a few criteria to keep in mind. The number of people attending the meeting and the available space for social distancing. Who is attending the meeting if it's internal AEA staff or external LEA staff. And the office status. Is the office closed to visitors or in a remote work status? Thanksgiving is just around the corner. This time spent relaxing with family and friends is much needed after this challenging year. That's why our leadership has decided to offer a 12 o'clock early out on Wednesday, November 25th, in consideration of all that has taken place this year. The vast majority of schools that we serve will either be using that day for professional learning or dismissing early as well. Our agency will also be closed Thursday, November 26th and Friday, November 27th. Please enjoy this time to celebrate all that you are thankful for this year. You deserve it. This is Devin Herrick speaking on behalf of Human Resources. The agency flexible spending plan will renew on January 1st, all employees wanting to re-enroll in the unreimbursed medical or dependent care expenses will need to complete a new enrollment form and return it to HR no later than December 4th, 2020. All that is needed is your name at the top of the form, an annual amount for options one and or two, and your signature at the bottom. Medical expenses limit this time is $2,750 and the dependent care limit is $5,000. Up to $550 of medical expenses will automatically roll over to the new year if not spent by December 31st. 
For more information on the rollover, please visit the Voice Google site. Dependent care does not roll over and any amounts remaining in your account on December 31st are forfeited. If you're currently participating but will not enroll for next year, please return a form as well with zeros entered for options one and two. Several flex documents as well as the enrollment form can be found on the HR insurance page of the staff portal. Those of you who only participate for the taxable benefit of insurance premiums being withheld from your paycheck do not have to submit a new form. Please contact HR with any questions. The Green Hills AEA Board approved a resolution at their October meeting for an early retirement and resignation notification incentive payment for any certified staff member. Any, certifi any certified staff member is eligible for a $1,500 payment if a formal letter of retirement or resignation, effective upon the completion of their 2021 contract, is received by Human Resources no later than January 15, 2021. The $1,500 the $1, incentive payment will be issued in June of 2021. Due to a high number of COVID cases across Iowa, the decision has been made to postpone cognitive coaching training that was scheduled for November and December. We are currently hoping to recombine cohorts 2A and 2B in February. Staff in these cohorts have received an email from Michelle Catterson with further details. Please know that we are very committed to providing this important training to all of the GHAEA staff over the next five years and will do so as soon as it is safe for everyone. The Green Hills AEA Occupational and Physical Therapists have developed a universal tools for success resource, including a four-minute screencast explaining the process. This document covers universal universal intervention strategies in the areas of active engagement, environment, functional motor, mo, excuse me, functional motor movements, and self-help help skills. The universal interventions were developed to provide educators with strategies to implement within various school routines and educational settings. Please see the Voice Google site for link, links to the Universal Tools for Success resource.